0: Welcome. My name is Patty Turk, and this is the Turks and Chaos Podcast, a show for millennial moms by a millennial mom of three boys, talking motherhood, home management, getting out and about, and all the adventures in between. Welcome to episode 12 of the Turks and the Chaos podcast. This episode, we will be talking about New Year's Eve celebrations with kids and setting goals for 2020. So exciting. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hello. I hope you all enjoyed your Christmas last week. Excuse my voice. I am getting over a cold, so my voice is gone. I know. I'm sick again. Anyways, celebrations probably aren't over completely yet. I know we still have some family to visit and celebrate with, more gift exchanges. It truly is a season rather than just one day of gathering and giving and everything it brings. This year it seemed to bring lots of nostalgia for my family. It was great to do something that my grandma enjoyed doing, especially with my grandpa who misses her dearly, especially around this time of year. We went to the Fairmont and had the fancy Christmas brunch. They had a chocolate fountain with both regular and white chocolate. Fancy. They had live music from the string quartet. It was so nice. Very relaxing and enjoyable. And I'm not one for restaurants because of the noise and clanging of the cutlery and the chatting noise. But I didn't even notice it there, which is... I didn't notice that. I didn't notice it until afterwards because usually it brings me like some anxiety being like around lots of people when I eat. It was perfect. I woke up sick the day after, of course, still getting over a nasty cold that had me on my booty for the past four days, but finally starting to feel like I can function. I'm still worn out though. So bear with me guys. This is the third illness in the past two months for my family. And I think it may be time to start taking emergency and multivitamins for the kids. This is not fun at all. We got to get our immune system stronger. We've had the humidifier blaring, Vicks smeared everywhere, neti pots, saltwater gargles, steam showers. Finally ended up caving and taking cold medicine. Ugh, DayQuil, that stuff is so gross. But still, that wasn't much help. At least this is happening during break, though, and we were able to be healthy for all of our Christmas shenanigans. Praise the Lord. And now we seem to be better-ish, just in time for New Year's celebrations. Now that Christmas is over, we can get back to some normalcy, get back into our routines. We can quit worrying about running around and shopping. All that is fun and magical while it lasts, but there is something relieving when it's over, It's difficult to get things done during the holidays because it's so easy to get lost in the baking and wrapping and elf on the shelf magic and holiday movies. I feel extremely behind on life and work so it's time to get back on track and strict with my regular schedule again. Which brings me to the new year 2020. It's New Year's Eve today. Do you have any traditions with your family yet? I remember one year I did a time capsule with my grandma but I have no idea where it ended up. We could never find it. I think that was 20 years ago when it was the new millennium and it hit 2000. I'd like to do one with my kids this year and bury it in my mom's backyard. We'll be moving out into our new home in 2020, so I think it'll be cool to bury it where their lives started. Now, if she sells the house, we'd have to consider digging it back up, or would we leave it for someone else to find? I'm not one for going out. I like to keep it cozy at home, but I am trying to make it a little more special this year by throwing a fun little party for the kids. I used to, when I think of my celebration as a kid for New Year's Eve, I remember my grandma would always buy the, the glittery hats and the masks and the party poppers. And we'd always have a fun little celebration to ring in the new year. So I'd like to begin that tradition with my kids, because up until this point, I think that even just the thought of staying up until midnight personally has deterred me from even wanting to celebrate New Year's Eve since I've been a mom. But I think that I'm ready this year to start making traditions. So we've decorated our Christmas tree with streamers and balloons and party hats. We've taken down all the Christmas decorations, which usually doesn't happen until a week after Christmas for, or a week after New Year's, but we took down everything and we decorated the tree for our New Year's Eve celebration, which is new. Um, We have party poppers. We even have a balloon drop prepared for when the clock strikes midnight. Check out my Instagram for pics. We're going to be doing family vision board a family vision board together, which will be a brainstorm of places we'd like to go in 2020 or things we'd like to do, things, things like that. Play board games, watch the 2019 recaps on the TV, and wait for the ball to drop. And have a nice family meal complete with lucky foods, which include round fruits, long noodles, usually stir fries or spaghetti, pomegranates, beans, black-eyed peas, and greens, assorted lettuces, stuff like that. Do you let your kids stay up until midnight? I know most parents celebrate an early ball drop, which is possible thanks to Netflix. If you don't want them staying up late or you're tired, you know, something called fatigue. I think it's absolutely genius. This year they have 13 different kid-friendly New Year's Eve countdowns on Netflix which are Pinky Malinky, Prince of Peoria, Beat Bugs, King Julian, Skylanders Academy, Tales of Arcadia, Motown Magic, Larva Island, Super Monsters, Spirit, Alexa and Katie, Boss Baby, and Bowler House. And if you don't have Netflix, check YouTube. Some other super cute ideas are a New Year's Eve bath. You can get colorful bath bombs, add confetti, and let your child have a party bath. This little girl that was pictured in a New Year's Eve bath had a party hat on and a party blower. So cute. It'd make for great pictures. Then there are wishing wands. Just type it into Pinterest and you'll find it. Your child can add what they wish to do or achieve in the new year. Make new year fortune cookies out of origami and add your own fortunes inside. My kids love fortune cookies for just the fortune. So I think that would be fun if I can figure out how to do it, I'll post pics. There was an idea to set up an ice cream sundae bar. That would be fun, but my kids have had so much sugar lately that I think we'll just settle for the sparkling apple cider toast. I'm so excited. I hope the kids have fun with it. Let's talk about resolutions and goals for the fresh year. Ask yourself, how would you like to live your life? Now, how can you get closer to living that life in 2020? What things can you do or what can you change to make your dreams happen? Time to make our vision boards, people. Vision boards aren't magical wands, but they are important because they are reminders of our goals and ambitions. They keep our goals in sight so we stay motivated. Motivated motivated to get up and do work so we can achieve them or get close to the life we want to live one of the things on my vision board this past year was to buy a home and i actually wrote it in my calendar at the end of december buy our home and guess what we did this month we made our deposit on our home holy cow well officially we will have our home in the summertime but we picked our lot and we made our deposit, and it's going to begin the building process any day now. Sometimes your goal will come into fruition in its own way. Sometimes you will have a specific vision of what you think that goal or dream looks like, and it will come to you looking a bit different. But you need to be able to recognize that you still got what you asked for. You still made your goal. It just may look a little different from what you expected, and that's okay. You know, God works in mysterious ways, so just know your best interests are always in mind. Like, I had a picture of a house I liked pasted to my vision board. I even had the city picked out where we were going to buy a home. Well, guess what? We purchased in a completely different town that wasn't even on our radar initially, and it is a new build, which was definitely not something I had in mind but I had the goal of purchasing a home in December and I got that and I've been praying for God to lead us to where we're meant to be and the home that's meant for our long-term family home and so I trust that this is where we're going is for his ultimate plan and It actually works out better because the kids can finish their school year now at their current school, and I don't have to worry about scrambling mid-year with the enrollment process in a new district. They can start a new year, perhaps, with other students who may be new and have a chance at a normal year, go through all the normal beginning-of-the-year icebreakers. They won't stick out like sore thumbs, and it won't be so oddball-y. Since I thought for sure we'd be living in a different town, I already have all of that town's information for doctors and vet and schools and stores, and now I have to do the same for the one we purchased in. I like to be prepared, okay? I literally had a whole portfolio on the town, the neighborhoods, maps of the neighborhoods, salons, donut shops, everything. Everything. But yeah, back to 2020 goals and resolutions. What would you like to do more of or less of in 2020? I'll share mine. I'd like to start working out, like some cardio. I only do yoga and chase kids and clean at the moment. So I'd like to do some more intentional exercising, get my heart pumping and my blood flowing, tone up my body. I definitely want to build my immune system and not get sick with cold and stomach bugs which I did pretty well with this past year. But the end of the year has been like, dunk, 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 dunk. So if I can prevent the end of the year viruses, that would be fantastic in 2020. I want to get organized with my work. I want to not watch so much TV. I want to cut back on sugar. And I'd love to quit Starbucks and make my own iced mochas at home save money, make money, and rock the transition into a new town where I don't know anybody. Oh, and I'd like to make date night a priority. It's so easy to just choose a night in over actually leaving the house. I'd like to make us a priority more and get more alone time. And those are my mains. For all of those people who mock others for having goals going into the new year, screw you. Also, the ones that complain year after year about... How awful every year is, yeah, it's because you don't have any ambitions in life. Yep, said a word about those types in the previous episode. Hey, don't let those naysayers get to you. Be proud that you welcome growth. Be proud that you actually want to live your life instead of just going through the motions. That you want to squeeze those lemons to make your damn lemonade. We set goals for ourselves to become better versions of ourselves or to live more rewarding lives. What is the best way to achieve the goals you have? Seeing it, hence a vision board. Accountability. Do you have an accountability circle? Tell people you trust what you intend on doing so you have people to hold you accountable through your goal. Hey, maybe you'll encourage someone else to hop on board with you and you'll have a goal buddy. Set a date. Place a time limit on your goals so you don't waste any time. It feels like there's an expiration date on your goal that you'll be more motivated not to slack off. Shoot for the moon, and if you miss, you'll still be among the stars. Look, goals take one big leap and then baby steps every single day. Dive into something and then stay committed to the process and the journey. You may not meet your goal immediately, or even this year if it's a big one, but the more work you do, the closer you'll be. And then eventually you'll meet your goal and be ready for the next. Show up and know your why. Your why should be so important that nothing will get in the way of achieving your goal. Always have goals. It's so important and I love being involved in new year goal planning because tens of people are reflecting on their own dreams and goals and the energy is high for it. But to be honest, I do an updated vision board like twice a year, so I'm not advocating that you only think about your goals once a year. But it's definitely a good time because it's like a fresh start. Find what motivates you when you fall into a slump and write it down. Is it a certain podcast or Facebook group or music? For me, it's women in business that are also in tune with their spirituality. Right now, I love Rachel Hollis, Mia Renee, used to be Gabby Bernstein. Find someone you admire and you find motivation from. That will help you get pumped for your journey and able to stay the course. Here's a reminder for you. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't have higher ambitions. It doesn't mean that you have to put everything non-mom related to the back burner. Take back your identity. I'm a mom, but that doesn't define my entire existence. It's just a piece of who I am. It's an important piece of who I am, but it's not my entire identity. What will you achieve in 2020? What will you accomplish as we enter into a new decade? Remember that your kids are watching. What type of role model do you want to be for them? What will they watch you accomplish? Happy New Year. Let's have a kick-ass 2020. Peace. For more Turks and Chaos conversation, you can go to my website at turks.chaos.com or follow me on Insta for some fun. It's at Turks and Chaos blog and you can hear a new episode on the Turks and Chaos podcast every Thursday so tune in.